Thank you for choosing CNC Replay. This is Chris. I'm Noel. And we are in a heat of some a lot of interesting sports fun things have happened. April in the D, as they say on Fox. Take that out. Can't say that, can I? I don't um, know. As they say on News Network. I think I can. I'm not sure. I have, why would you not? It's not like we're making money from this. That's true. Um, <laughs> as they say on Fox. Uh, but it's getting very exciting. There is a lot of uh, enjoyable things happening. Well, it says recording six seconds for me to stop there. Are you still recording on your end? I am still recording. Great. Let's keep that in. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's all right at the end. <laughs> so the Tigers, I found out between the last time recorded and this time recorded that we signed Javier Baez back in December. Yeah. And you know what, Chris? Corey and I talked about this last week, but um, if you listened to your own podcast on the days that you weren't here, you would know these things. Oh my gosh. That's like huge news. Yes. Huge news. Yeah. Yes. And for those of you who don't know, Chris has zero social media. Absolutely none. No. He has no contact with the outside world other than like what vague TikToks he gets. So yes. yeah. <laughs> through I'm other about, people, he doesn't have his own TikTok. I'm about a few weeks late out of pretty much any major news source at this point. The only the only source of actual real news I get is when my satire news posts something I don't understand and I have to Google <laughs> what's actually happening in the real world. Oh my <laughs> Whatever gosh. actually seems like a big deal. That's yes. actually how I found out we were going, like, the world's at war, or part of the world's at war, was from satire news. So, Good. that's about as far back as I am. But, um, yeah. Javier Would you Baez, like to give your opinions on Mr. Baez? Yeah. Now that you have the chance. I could not have been more thrilled. There's only a few people that, if I had my absolute, like, pick of the litter of anybody in the entire league, if I could pick a shortstop, he'd be in top three. He'd be a top three contender for me for who I'd want to be at shortstop. Truthfully, I think he's fantastic. The best part about him is he has arguably the best baseball IQ of anyone I've ever seen. His running ability, and you think running ability is not a big thing, but it is a big thing. His running ability is absolutely fantastic. He's smart on base. Not only can he get on base, but when he's on base, he can get extra bases. He can steal really well. He can make make infielders think before they throw which those precious times and those split seconds are going to be people on base and it's going to be a lot this season so could not be more thrilled i don't to be honest with you i can't really talk about how he's enough as a fielder i'm sure he's absolutely phenomenal and he'll do his, his best at shortstop but having that on the offense is absolutely spectacular and having his mindset his talent I am so excited to have that. I'm also excited to have that. I think it's another smart decision. I think that Miggy's out of his, like, way out of his prime, and he is like the old goat who is just not going to die. He is going to be here for a very long time, way too long. I'm glad that we're finally putting him at DH instead of doing that. I also think he's not worth the money at DH, but <clears throat> he's not the strongest hitter for being a designated hitter. He is still good. He still hits home runs. He does the exact clear position that he's supposed to, but... I think we could get more, but we're in a contract. We're stuck. DH is the perfect spot for him. I am also really excited on the Tigers because I've been watching uh, the box summaries of the spring training games because they happen at 1 in the afternoon when everyone's working. But currently, actually, if I'm not mistaken, oh, we lost to Toronto today. But Torkelson, Riley Green, they've been getting hits. 
Akil Badu had that in the first spring training game. Mm-hmm. That absolute moonshot perfect sw- That was the best swing I've ever seen in my entire life. I know I talked about that last year, about how much I just love his swing. He has the cleanest, no-fluff swing I've ever seen in my entire life. He puts the bat up, he smacks the ball out of there. It's and perfect. immediately drops the bat. He knew just... exactly where it was going. It just... Love that. Yeah. Big fan. So happy. So, truthfully, I think with... From... Because I love what we need. What we really should start doing is start rating the off season as to how how good we think they will improve based upon like the changes that have mm. made before the season starts, and then see how good we actually are are accurate at it. Okay. Do you want to? Do you have a rating in mind that you yeah, want to just like I, give out? I truthfully, for this year, I think with signing Baez, signing the relief pitchers, out of ten, I would give it like a six or a seven like i think it was really good and i mm-hmm. think the best part and this the reason why i was talking about miggy is because baez is he's a little older he has some experience behind him he's still young enough where we're gonna have him for a long time but the best part is is having our youngins like riley green and torkelson having him on the infield calling the shots is like best thing i ever heard yeah so i was gonna go with a seven i think yeah. that was that was my gut instinct was like okay yeah like we're going to live and die by the young guys at this point, right? Like, yeah. that's that's what Tigers baseball is going to look like um, for this coming season. So as long as they are pitching well, hitting well, fielding well, I think it's going to – it's not – I don't think it's going to be a stellar season by any means. No. Like, I'm, I'm – but I think there will be solid improvement. Oh, yeah. Like, here, give me one second. I want to see if I can um... – the roster yesterday was just absolutely phenomenal here. One second. I was looking at to, just because of the moves we've had, and obviously with the, with the youngsters that we've we've drafted. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see where it was. Tigers. It was Grossman, Meadows, Badu, Baez, Castro, Torkelson, Green. Zach Short made an appearance for a little bit. But the starting, the starting lineup that we had was looking pretty gross. <laughs> and if we can put the nine people out there who are going to actually do, or, or at least the six to seven people out there who are actually going to do some damage, like last last Tiger season, it was like when is when is when is uh, Grossman going to come up to bat? When is Badu going to come up to bat? The other ones mm-hmm. will we'll put something somewhere. Now it's like we're getting to where we've over the hump of we have. I think we have more better players than we will the bad ones and it all that all depends on how the the youngins do but honestly i have really high hopes for riley green i think torkelson will also make lineup as well and i'm hoping we see them opening day but who's to say but that's my that's my hopefully tigers prediction is a seven on the off season but we'll we'll see what that equates to yeah definitely um we also had two more signings um other than the two other big signings other than the Baez uh that you missed um, so Andrew Chaffin, who is uh, a pitcher, really just a relief pitcher. Um, also, if I'm not mistaken, e- oh gosh, that's a great question. Uh, yes, he came from the A's. You're right. Um, and by all accounts, is just an enigma of a human being. Yeah. He, Amazing. first of all, you see the guy, and he looks like he belongs on the farm that he actually owns, but only <laughs> there. Right? Like, he ju- he's he got the biggest mustache, the curly long hair, like, he's built like a tank. Uh, just, it's... And he also, um, I was listening to uh, Corey Stavenhagen, who's the beat writer for The Athletic, um, on his podcast, talk about how he interviewed the guy, and he, Catholic, 
Chaplin just could not care more or care less about baseball. He just does not. He truly does not care. Yeah. Which I think is hysterical (laughs) for a professional baseball player. I, if you have a chance, go find that interview or that article where they're just talking because. (laughs) That's so funny. He's hysterical. Um, and then we also signed Michael Panita, Mm -hmm. um, you know, another, another arm. Corey mentioned, wanted to mention that he is prone to be hurt so that it's honestly like, let's not have really high expectations, right? For him. Sure. We'll, we'll see what, we'll see if he can stay healthy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Corey also want to mention, and this was actually, I reading this, he said it is shocking. And I also agree. This is shocking. Our team strengths are at one bullpen, two defense, two or three offense, and then four starting pitching. No, no, no. He says two A is offense, two B is defense, three is starting pitching. (laughs) Which, yes, those together, considering the last four years that we've had, hysterical top three. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm extremely excited to see um, how the rest of the offseason ships up, and uh, I'm praying that some of the youngins will actually show up for opening day. They'll mm-hmm. pull the trigger on them. I think we should get them going and moving instead of taking another year with people we really don't care about who aren't going to stay. Let's put Green in there. Let's put Torgelson in there. Let's get them used to MLB caliber pitching and uh, hopefully make something out of it. Yeah. I mean, Corey and I were talking last week about how AJ Hinch probably won't stick around if the Tigers aren't somewhat not competitive this year, but at least showing massive progress. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, on it, it might as well just throw it all on the table, right? Just, like, let every – see if you can just – what you can get out of the young guys, out of the young players, um, yep. and go from there because yeah, – I fully agree. We might as well. I mean, <laughs> we're just missing out on baseball at this point. Yeah. We just want them to play. Uh, Torkelson and Green, I forget where I read it, but they were rated – number three and four uh, top five prospects wow. in the MLB. So they're back-to-back. I'm very happy with them. I, I think that we're going to have – and truthfully, the best part about baseball is is once you fill a hole, there's nine people on the field. So once you fill a hole, you just got to fill nine of them with the best you possibly can. And if you have studs all the way around, we're going to have a solid team. Mm-hmm. So only a matter of time at this point. We're looking – it's looking promising. So. It's looking promising. Let's just hope it stays that way. <laughs> Let's hope, exactly. Let's hope it stays that way. Hope it stays that way. Uh, Any other comments on the Tigers on spring training? Have you been you have you been watching oh, games? Just we were, I know it's in the afternoon, but we'd be killed. I haven't watched a game yet fully. Okay. I've just seen just summary and whatever highlights. But we were I would we would be killed if we didn't mention the fitted trucker hats. Oh my gosh! Yes, this cancel the rest of the podcast discussion because this is the most important thing to come up this week. <laughs> What? What? What the heck? If you have not seen them, uh, the shot that I found was on the Tigers Instagram from a couple, I think it was about a week ago. So, like, you got to scroll down just a bit. Um, But there's a picture of, uh, is it Miggy and Baez laughing together? Maybe? Uh, yeah, Yeah, Miggy and Baez laughing together. No, it's not. That's Garcia. Um, anyways... But you look at the hat and you're like, oh, it's a regular fitted flat cap. No, no, no. No, no, no. Take a second look. Like, really look at that thing. Really look at it. Because that is a fitted trucker hat. (laughs) It has the mesh back half without the snapback. It is fitted. 
I don't... What Twilight Zone did they dip into to get that? They are currently <laughs> $44 on com. It is the Tigers' new era spring training fitted... They don't even call it a trucker hat, but they better start calling it a trucker hat. It Do they just call thing. it a fitted hat? They call it fitted hat. Not, they don't what? even talk about the mesh like it's not even there. <laughs> they just pay no attention to the thing on the back of this guy's head. Yeah, literally. Elephant what? in the room. It's mesh. It's a trucker hat. That's hilarious. I didn't even know that was, like, yeah. possible. They look clean. They look really clean. Oh, you can also get in St. Patty's Green. Oh, good. Better. Yeah. Add to the chaos. Yeah, just in case you're curious. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, heard about that somewhere on Twitter, and I was like, no way. That's, yeah. you're lying to me. No. And then went and, like, looked at the Instagram. I was like, mm-mm. No. This cannot be. No. I might get one for Corey just for a joke, because that would be hysterical. He would love it. I know. That's the problem. He would love it. A little too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, disappointed in that, but yeah. otherwise. Yeah, seriously. You can't go wrong with a Tigers uniform. No, you cannot. I am very pleased, and I think that hopefully in the next couple of weeks especially when opening day kicks off that we're going to have a fun fun to watch opening lineup and the only thing my only concern is right now i can get a tiger's ticket for about four bucks <laughs> and uh that might go up i hope not but we'll see uh pistons uh sadiq bay had himself a game not too long ago if I'm he not mistaken. did have himself a game against the magic he had 51 points in an nba game it's absolutely insane Chris, I don't know if you remember last year when everybody was like, wait, who's the Sadiq Bay guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were like that. We were like, wait, who's, who, who who's is he? Yeah. He bounced, you know, back and forth from, wasn't he? He was in the G League for a little bit and then pulled up and, and now he's yeah, what he is. Yeah. Um, that he's the first guy to do that since Blake Griffin in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And he's super young. Super young. Super young. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was really exciting. Um, Pistons haven't been winning too much as of late, which is, you know, par for course. We've talked about this before. My Mac's about to die. I'm going to go grab a charger. Give me two seconds. All right. Cool. Talk aimlessly. Ah. I can do that. Um, Yeah. So we haven't had anybody who, or haven't been winning any games recently, um, which, you know, that's okay. We knew that was going to happen. But if this doesn't encourage you, I really don't know what will. Like, we've said it a thousand times, and I'm not trying to be a broken record here, but the young guys are improving. The young guys are doing well. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing and showing that they have some real ability and real skill. Um, so we're just steady, steady up climb. Up, up, steady up I think it's up climb. I, you know, I don't know why that doesn't sound right. Anyways, Chris, come back and help me. <laughs> We're in action. That was really good thought, Noel. I. Uh... <laughs> there was a moment when I forgot if a word is a real word, and I asked for you to help, and then I forgot that you didn't have your AirPods in, so you couldn't hear me. Nope. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Sadiq Bay, uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Young guys and doing pretty we good. We all thought Cade, like, we thought Cade was going to be most exciting, and then 50-point games happened. So I'm excited as to where the Pistons are headed. Uh, we do need so – we have some – well, not some. We're not, like, 
we're terrible. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's not going good. Like, yes, it's not correct. That, like, but what's exciting is, and I think which just the residual effect from the Red Wings, Tigers, and Lions is we sucked, but now they're getting better and showing improvement, and the Pistons are just at the tail end of it. I didn't think the Pistons would be the worst team going into April, but they are, and I think, again, minor adjustments over time is going to... We have the legacy people in Sadiq Bay. We have Cade Cunningham. Love it. I don't think those guys are going to go anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So we have good ball players. Let's make something happen with it. Let's get some couple studs and call it a day. But... And to your uh, great excitement, I'm sure, tickets are probably very cheap at this oh, yes. point. Tickets are very cheap. Let me... um. Just Google that real quick. <laughs> well, it's funny is like it's even uh, tickets for Pistons games. Usually they're really like they've been really cheap. Oh, mm-hmm. I I lied. Uh, tonight I can get a ticket for four dollars. <laughs> four dollars after fees. It's eleven. But oh man, four dollars. Don't know if I can swing that. Price. I know. I know. So I pay more in gas going from my house to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get exactly. That. <laughs> exactly. So, wow. Which is not bad. So uh, I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. The trick is to sit in the, as cheap as you can in the lower section and then just walk your way down till you're about half court. But, um, you know, or you can just yeah, be a honest person. Fight the I, system. Huh? Fight the system. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, oh, well, it is what it is. Uh, did you oh, want to go into a little bit of Baker Mayfield talk real quick? Yes. Okay. Okay. I have some opinions. Go. Give me one second. Love it. Okay. Updated. So, I don't know if we talked about it last draft. I wanted Thibodeau more than I wanted Hutchinson. I've changed my mind since. So, here's my reason being. Uh, Thibodeau, I know we talked about it a little bit. He left the combine because he just said it was going to be a long day. <laughs> this is so that's, that's me so trying to get out of work every day yeah it's like, not really i'm really i really enjoy my job i'm sorry that's like showing up to a job interview and gonna be like just call me like you know what i mean like this is like that's like that's awful so that's not oh, and don't man. get me wrong he knows he's a stud he can back it up but the issue is is that if he starts not backing it up He's going to become, and usually in those situations, superstar players who are not acting like superstar players are just going to get bratty and annoying. And I, it's called like the Austin Matthews theory kind of thing, where it's like you have when you you think you're really good and you're a super stud, and then you start doing stupid stuff because of it, and then you're actually not that great mm-hmm. as you think you are. Your head I mean, is just super big. Austin Matthews is great, but no, I, I know I, I understand your point. But when he has downtimes, he just gets bratty, and it annoys me so much. And I can't stand it. So I'd much rather take Hutchinson at this point. Truthfully, I love where the Lions are at. Baker made okay. So Deshaun Watson went to which shocked about this. Deshaun Watson went to the Browns with before they did anything with Baker Mayfield, which I'm shocked they didn't take care of that first. So now, uh, people are or teams are now scouting for Baker Mayfield. Colts is pretty much. Almost a guarantee because they took Wentz. Uh, they sent Wentz to the Commanders. So Baker Mayfield, I don't hate, and this is what I'm gonna say. I don't think it's the best thing we should do, but I don't hate taking Baker Mayfield and trading Goff. I 
I think for he's a t- our team needs a couple more years before we're actually something relevant and good. Having I think Mayfield is better than Goff. He's still not great. He had a really terrible year last year, and the other issue is is that he had really good receivers last year. We don't have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. type players. Not yet. Mm-mm. Again, I still think he's better than Goff. I still think it would push us a little higher, but here's the thing. You don't want to just be a mediocre team. I'd rather have lower draft picks. Stick with, I would rather stick with Goff, lose a couple more games than we would with Mayfield, and get lower draft picks. And then when that star stud comes along, like, for instance, in the draft, we could take Malik and build with him for a couple of years. I mm. think that's the – I honestly think that would be a smart decision or waiting till next year to make a quarterback, but I definitely think it needs to happen this year or next year. I don't think we should put a legacy into Baker Mayfield. He's definitely good. He was a number one overall pick. But here's the thing. How many number one overall picks have the Browns have in the past couple of years? They're not that great. Now, I do think Deshaun Watson is going to push them over the edge. Like, I really do. I think they're going to be playoff team. Like, in like not just wild card, but, like, in the playoffs type of team next year. They have sold out, and they picked up Amari Cooper. They picked up uh, Deshaun Watson. They're going to be lights out, I think. But they're going to need some help. But I do think Baker Mayfield wouldn't be a terrible choice at the Lions. It will fill a temporary hole, but... I definitely think we should still go take if we could get Hutchinson, take Hutchinson, and then and hold out, hold out. So that's what I yeah. would do. All right, so, I think that's, that's fair. it. Yeah, there's no there's around this time. Oh, okay, really quick, I want to talk about it too. Go for it. The Packers <laughs> already showing what. Okay, so this was big. Uh, they gave Aaron Rodgers. The deal of the of the whole millennium, yeah. The NFL has never seen a deal like this. Insane money. Don't. Do you think they were apologizing for this past season? Probably. (laughs) I'm. I don't like. I think a big thing is is I truly like. If I had to guess, like who do I think my number one quarterback is? I would give it to Aaron Rodgers. Like Mm. I think he's lights out. He is really great deep ball threat. He's accurate. He he's not mobile, but again, he's just deadly if you give him time. But he also had Devontae Adams, who is a freak of nature. He's he's the best, I think, the best receiver in the league. I don't think he's – there's DeAndre right, Hopkins used to be in the talk of the competition of best receiver. I don't think so anymore. I really think he's the best receiver in the league, hands down. They gave him so much money that they traded away Devontae Adams, who was Aaron Rodgers' biggest target. Why would you do that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I would literally get rid of so many other things before I'd get rid of Devontae Adams. It's like, that's like, hey, I got you a brand new car, but I took away the steering wheel. Like, that's the, like, that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life to do. But here's what I am excited for. What's happening over in the west side of the country when it comes to football, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams were college uh, teammates and so we're, they're going to get that back. Everything that's happening with the Broncos, with the Raiders, Chiefs, everything on that side of the state is, or that side of the country is going to be the best football to watch. I don't think – don't look over here for a little bit. Let's look over there. There's a lot to happen there. But it's going to be a really exciting season. The Lions will – I think they will do better than last year. It's kind of hard not to. But uh, we'll, we'll win some games. Dan Campbell will be Dan Campbell. Talk like this and bite some kneecaps and have a good day. And so. drink force venti-sized espresso shots 
best that thing man. I've ever heard in my entire life. I love him so much. <laughs> it takes a lot to run that tank. So, <laughs> Oh my goodness. A lot of gas. A yeah. lot of gas. The upcoming season <clears throat> will be something. I don't know how much optimism I have just in general. Obviously, we're Lions fans. It's hard to have optimism. But we will have no offense. Well, okay, I forgot. Oh, sorry. I can't believe we didn't talk about this. The Lions signed DJ Chark. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing. So we actually have one competent receiver. But Okay, Amon Ross St. Brown is there. Calm down. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Amon <laughs> St. Brown is he's right there. He's right there. He's good. Sorry. I take that back. <laughs> two competent receivers. We have two competent receivers, which is better than one because now you're not – one's going to get double teamed and the other one's going to be free. So look for that. I'm really excited. DJ Chark was a really good pick. Honestly, again, with that pick, it does make the Baker Mayfield thing a little bit more interesting because it's like, you know, maybe we could be good. We'll see. Mm. But I do, like, hold out just one more year, get that star-studded quarterback, send golf away, and call it, and let's go for let's go for the Super Bowl. So maybe, uh, maybe a couple years, maybe this decade we will see a Lions Super Bowl. Don't jinx it. D- don't jinx it. Don't Not jinx it. it. Don't put but that out into the universe. We'll see. We'll see. Well, and now the moment we've all been waiting for. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about all this. We have reached the oh, point in the show it. where Chris drops all of his things. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm Are sorry. you good? Yeah, I dropped my ring under the couch, which was dumb. One second. Oh, ah! uh, no. Wait one second. No, I only got that joke. Ben, cut that out. There it is. Okay, I got it. We're good. I got so excited I dropped my mic twice. Hey, hey, you're back? Are you I'm good? Wait, wow. Wait, I'm good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Steve Eiserman is the best person in this state by far. <laughs> by far. He is my number one draft pick for Michigan. That's what I would say. Hands not down. The, not the college, but the state. The entire state. If I had a number one pick, it'd be Steve Eiserman. <laughs> if you're that drafting man, from the entire population of the state of Michigan, Steve Eiserman is it. That man is a literal genius. Like he, oh my gosh. He, I have not had one bad trade from Steve Eiserman three years. This is the best thing in the world. <laughs> and literally every pick, every trade, everything. He is the definition of perfection in my book. Like literally everything about him love i'm so happy he's the, the we could not have asked we have i would i would say we have the best gm in hockey by far and he's gonna turn this team around he already is and you just don't see it yet that's the thing you don't see it yet you're starting to you're starting to see the picture you see the moritz siders you see the raymonds and then there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense who's nick letty by nick letty uh who which we're gonna get into in details who's this who's that but that's the same thing that happened with tampa it starts with, you know, one person, you know, the Larkins, you know, the Bertuzzi's, whatever. Then you build a team around it. Then you get stuff like Victor Hedman and Nikita Kucherov. And then you're like, holy cow, we're actually a Stanley Cup team. And you win two Stanley Cups. So hold on to your hats. I would bet so hard that the Wings are going to win a Stanley Cup in the next decade. I would say that over the Lions by far. And I think it's going to be amazing. And we're going to have another playoff 25-year push pretty soon. So and it's going to be hard not to. Because that man can lead the team until he dies. I swear to God, I'd be happy with it. 
So if you couldn't gather from context clues, the trade <laughs> trade deadline ended at 3.30 p.m. today. And we're still rolling in news. That's and we thing. are. There was a tweet at about 3.45 that said there were 33 trades in the queue at NHL Central, which is an insane number. And clearly they're still on dial-up there because how is it taking that long? Yeah. Um, yep. Also, as per usual... None of the Red Wings anywhere had any idea, Red Wings fans anywhere, or reporters had any idea what was happening, if we were going to trade anybody, if anything was happening, because Steve Eiserman, like we've said, Fort Knox. Um, so we learned nothing until about two today. Yep. <laughs> and I was yep. like, oh yeah, those things happen. Um, so some things. Uh, Troy Stetcher got dealt to the Los Angeles Kings for a seventh round pick. Not mad at that. Not either. We got a return for him. That's fine. Um, poor Delaney is going to be sad that he is not in Vancouver and or Seattle. But <laughs> speaking I, of Seattle, they're just dealing yeah. away their entire team. I don't know what's going on there. They have... I was just about to say, you trade away your captain, mm. which don't get me wrong. It's a first year team. Like, obviously, captain's not really the biggest thing in the world there. Yeah. But then you trade away everyone else. Like, you trade your <laughs> right. whole team's gone. Right. You didn't have an active roster at one point. Yeah. Rough. Holy cow. Um, and then the bigger news is that Nick Letty and Luke Witkowski got traded. Not even sad. Which I'm... That breaks my heart. Shocked not by. even sad. Your boy Wit's gone. <laughs> uh, Nick Letty and Wit got traded to... Why did I just... Blues. Com... Thank you. Whoa. Got traded to the Blues um, for Oscar uh, Soderquist, Sunquist. Sunquist and uh, Jake Wallman. Yep. And a 23 second round pick. Which is, I think, the key there. Um, because Sunquist is fine. all Like, just generally, like, a decent player. Nothing super special. Nothing super crazy. Kind of an average middle six, bottom six guy. Um, I think Jake Wallman is going to be a dark horse. And that's just based on like some underlying stat things that we've seen. He's a 26 year old defenseman. Um, yeah. I, who who shoots, decent. who uh, he shoots left, which is important on a team with ne next to no left-hand shooters. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think, I, I think that that is going to be an interesting... We'll see. It feels... I think right now, it feels kind of even leaning a little bit towards Detroit. I agree. And the thing that made... At first, I was like, holy cow, we won that by a mile. But then we retained half of Nick yes. salary. And I was like, okay, we won that by half a mile. But that's still <laughs> like... It's still good. Like, that's still a winning trade. And reason why I think it works, and I actually think it's a good trade on St. Louis parts as well, because they have a lot of young defensemen over there. Mm -hmm. They're a decent team. Yep. And uh, I think, I do think Nick Letty, he was, I'm not saying he held back by any means, but like, he will do better in, at the Blues. And I think that he's going to fill a hole there. While on the other end, we have nothing but youngsters. Let's take on some more. Jake Wallman's at a good age at 26 where he's not a veteran yet, but he has his experience. Mm -hmm. and, and he still fits into the age range of the other guys. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so in in a couple of years, well, hopefully next year, we're going to see Edvinson there. Wallander's in the talk of potentially showing up at one point. 
I think in the next couple of games, we're going to start seeing some of the... I'm, I'm hoping they at least pull Edvinson over here to maybe try to start it like they did with Cider. They did it a mm. little bit last year, I think, mm-hmm. at the end of the season where Cider played a couple games. I hope they do the same thing with Edvinson, and I hope that they start... At this point, this is my, honestly, it's my favorite part of the season. Everyone everyone gets so upset at this part of the season for the past five years. I, I texted everyone last night. This is literally the best part of the year for me. <laughs> Chris likes chaos. I love it. And not only do I love chaos, but... We are not gonna. We're not gonna get close to playoffs. We're not that good, but we're now gonna get really cheap Red Wings tickets to watch our prospects play. I will literally watch that all day long. I will take that. I'll pay ten dollars for beer. I really don't care. I'll buy a six dollar hot dog and I'll sit up in the stands and I'll be so happy. Just, <laughs> I could. I did this for not a lot of money. Hopefully, so. Uh, I really like the Jake Wallman trade. I I think that we can retain Nicoletti's salary. We have the time for it. And again, and this is and this is very similar to the 2002 Red Wings. We had a lot of pieces. Like in 1997-98, we had a lot. We had a winning team. We had a really good winning team. We had the pieces, and then we went after the Bobby Holes. We went after like big name people who came over and played for the Red Wings, who then took the team to the stratosphere. So to 20 to 2002. Exactly. Which is arguably like in all of hockey, the best team that's ever played. So it's, that's what I'm seeing right now from Steve Eiserman is we're not making any big purchases. We're not like, we're not, I thought by now we would have made something that's like not substantial, but like, wow, Holy cow. We know this. We know, we know this guy. We like, Mm -hmm. we know this guy's name. We're not even going to see that, and we're not going to see that for a couple more years. But I do think once we start reaching the playoffs with just the guys we have right here on hand, we're going to have the salary and we're going to have the cap space to then pull some triggers on some hopefully, not hopefully, but some big names who are going to carry us over the hump. And Yeah, because it's that cap piece that's the key, right? You need yes. to have space to pay the guys that are yeah. going to be the big names to come in because they're going to want money. That's just, that's it's business yeah. and that's how they roll. So with with Steve keeping the cap on lock, yep. we're going to be able to do so much more. Um, exactly. The other last trade as of this moment that has happened is that Vlad Nemestikov went to the Stars for a fourth round pick. Oh, no um, You clearly have not been checking your phone. <laughs> no. Holy cow. I didn't know that. Um, the thing about Vlad is that he is a fan favorite. Everybody loves that guy. He loves being in Detroit. Um he, you know, he was born here, was raised here. He wasn't, I don't know if he was born here. Sorry. He was raised here. When did that happen? He's a local Sorry. guy. About an hour ago. What? Um, I don't know if it's official official because it's not on any of the things, but it is, it has been reported by ESPN. Nemestikov is going to, um, okay. Yep. Going to the stars. Wow. Um, the key piece to that being he is a free agent at the end of this season. So... If we wanted to, if Steve wanted to bring him back, because he is a decent to decently versatile. Why can't I talk? Decently versatile. Versatile. Thank you. Decently versatile player. He will bring him back. Yep. You know, he'll sign him. I don't know how much money Vlad's gonna want. Who knows if just being in Detroit is enough? We'll see. Um, so that's an opportunity. That's a possibility for him. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that he loves this place and he, you know, all of, most of our fans love him just because he's got the energy. He's got the, he's always doing the Jersey tug after he scores. Like, I don't know. He's just a fun guy to have around. Right. Yeah. He is a good piece. I like 
truthfully, well, the Stars are not going to put him on the first line by any means. I mean, no, he shouldn't be there here. But... Yeah, he shouldn't be there here. Exactly. So, again, like, it was hard. Like, I don't think it's hard just because Nemestikov was not a first-line player playing on a first-line NHL team. Mm-hmm. He is definitely good. Like, I'm not saying he's not good. He's a solid, like, third to fourth liner. Exactly. Like, solid. And exactly. Dallas needs that, so. Exactly. Hey, maybe him and Glenn Denning will, will be on a line together. Be a happy day. They're both centers. Or maybe not. We'll see. No, Nemestikov's I mean, a wing. I'm yeah. a dummy. Never mind. They could be on the same line. They could be on the same line. And that's okay. But they, uh, I, I think that we're making a lot of good moves. And I think that, again, Steve, I, like, again, I always look back to when Steve, Corey and I got to go see Steve talk before he even started, like, being the whole GM thing. And uh, he said the only way to build a team is through the draft. And he shows that time and time again where we have a bunch of picks. We still have the Mantha pick from two years ago that we're going to have to use this year. We have a bunch of space. Last year in the draft, we we uh, traded up and got uh, Sebastian Casa, which is going to be really fun to watch a goaltender. Also, goaltender at 15. What? If you thought Morris Cider 6 was a crazy pick, just wait till Casa starts getting better. Anyways. But be exciting. Still, it is exciting. It is an exciting time to be a Red Wings fan. And uh, just wait because we're going to have a pretty freaking great team to watch. I will honestly – I, th- we, I don't know how many trades are still going through or where we're at in the list, but I, I think the Red Wings might do one more. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if we hear, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Fabry left. I wouldn't be shocked if um if we did actually do a big Bertuzzi trade. We I won't do, I don't think, just from chatter I've heard on Twitter and especially from the Bertuzzi um, interview the other day, uh-huh. I don't think Bert's moving. I think he's here. Um, cool. Because he, like, that was something that was mentioned was like how do you feel about your trade rumors like or what are your thoughts and he's like my my wants and my desire is to stay in detroit which is good like i there was a moment where we were all like does he want to be here like how is he feeling and confirmation that he wants to be here and wants to be a difference maker is awesome um and yeah there's just there's folks on like reporter folks on the internet and on Twitter who are just kind of like, yeah, not really hearing any confirmation about Bertuzzi trades, especially given that we're two hours past deadline. So I don't know if that's going to happen, which is good. You know, we we don't want to trade away all of our big pieces, you know, like it, that's, that's a large portion of keeping this, keeping morale alive is not having a crap team for a thousand years. And I feel like we're, getting to the end of even players patience with that um and Bertuzzi is a big locker room presence like people love him in the locker room guys he you know I don't know he's just he's just a guy that people love to be around um so it's nice to see him sticking around um sidebar on that he did become a dad in the past couple weeks um they had a little girl named Kinsey Leah (laughs) which is very cute Kins Kinsley Kinsley Leah um so congratulations to Bert and Ashley. Um, but yeah, so those are kind of the trade updates. It's, it hasn't been as crazy. Like we're not, you know, Seattle fans losing our minds right now. I can't oh, imagine you, what any of them are going through. You better check the roof. <laughs> Stop. Not, Don't make place. those jokes. That's terrible. Christopher. 
Oh, I don't know. I we've been we've all been on Delaney watch for the past week, and it's, it's she's not doing. <laughs> she's good. been going through a roller coaster. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. Oh jeez. But um, other than that, that was really all I had yeah. for the Red Wings. That was kind of kind of wrapping up. It's a shorter awesome. episode today, but we you have a really busy schedule in about fifteen minutes. So I do. <laughs> I do. We're doing home improvements, and uh, yeah gonna be fun i redid the deck i don't know if you saw my latest snapchat posts like i don't my... have my snapchat anymore so oh, well i'm gonna send you my porch here in a second okay thanks but you don't have to react to live it's totally fine okay but um it looks terrible i'm not gonna tell you that this looks like an hgtv <laughs> this is all me too you're gonna be shocked you'll be like holy cow you got the property brothers up in there i literally i was about to say it's the, the property triplets it's about to be like I'm about to grow a beard and, and marry a celebrity or something and like that. And s- somehow become Italian? Somehow become Italian. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Exactly. So. Well, thank oh, you I, like that you, I like that you gave me a picture of the before oh, and a video of the after. No, a video to. of the after. You didn't even just give me, like, a no. full. Yeah. Oh, my Are goodness. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Isn't that tight? It's cute, bud. You, look really, you did a really good job. It's tight. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, enough of this uh, mini episode of Chris's home improvement show. We'll put that if we once we get a website, we'll put it. We'll put it my Chris's home improvement on the website <laughs> next time. Chris's uh, home improvement section. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. That is it. I got that nothing else. It. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you being here. If you want to give us a follow on our socials, we are at the CNC Sports Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Um. Share this episode with a friend. Share it with your coworkers, your mom, your dogs, friends. I don't know. Just share. Um, and share. rate us five stars. We appreciate you all. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Noelle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the CNC Replay. Please subscribe and rate us five stars as it really helps us out. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at CNC Sports Pod. We'll see you next week. Nice job. Hey, you too. Good job, team. Yep. Left top. Oh, there you go. Nice job. Hard things. You good? There you go. There you go. I gotta wake him. What? We're saying? No, go ahead.